Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and yes yes you all from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the dimly lit host of this here internet show and the ma- managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. Over there in her jar, she is the Duchess, the Dorks. She is Ashley Pickle. Hello, Ashley Pickle. Hello. We need to get Rob and them on the Clawson deal. Yeah, we really do. That really needs to happen. We really do. Why Why am I so I don't know. I'm, the lights are on, as they always are. I, I think it's because it's dark outside. I really do. Maybe I'm just getting more tan. Today... <laughs> Is what is today? Today's May Monday. Tenth. Today's Monday, May tenth. Time has no meaning at this point for me. <laughs> I told the same thing to Chandra. Oh shoot. Yeah, right. Yeah, I almost threw the mouse. I've just don't do that. Rage quit. Flip the computer. Over. Uh, today's Monday, May tenth, twenty twenty one. Hundred ninety nine days till Thanksgiving. Episode one thousand one hundred sixty two. One thousand one hundred sixty two. The George Wright episode. On today's show, mis amigos, we have headlines from across the state, uh, ranging from um, just. The, the worst story in the world, to also uh, uh, football fun things happening in Texas. Yeah, so we'll that get, seems to be the trend. We will run the gamut of emotions <laughs> coming up here in just a moment. In the back half of the show, we'll be joined by the new head coach of the Katy Maid Creek Rams. Coach Jay Jensen will be joining us, um, and we will ask him about going home. Uh, Katy Maid Creek, is he's an alum, um, we'll ask him about making the move uh, across town, he, going from Katy Taylor over to uh, Maid Creek. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to ask him about his name. I've, I've got to. I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a jerk. Jay. Uh, Jay is for jerk. It's for me. Uh, uh, but I've got it. Yeah, but but like, I've only ever seen him referred to as Jay. And there's the thing you brought up was there's no period. Like it's not. No, it's not. It's not like his name is. Jo- uh, maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. But like the name. It, it, it's not like he goes. Uh, he goes by Jay. Like if you went by a pickle. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. And so. I think his name might be the letter J, J yeah. which is awesome. So I'm going to ask Jay that's Jensen about that. That's a power move. Like his parents were oh, like, yeah. you know, and he, that's a flex on like, I think of like I filling out a the, scantron. The bare minimum. Cause I know I'm going to be able to, 
you know. Do you remember like, like filling something. out scantrons though? Yeah. Like if you had a long name, it stunk because you had to take so much yes. time. Like he's like, Psh, one letter, I got yes, this. Exactly. So uh, we will hear from Coach Jay Jensen, the new head coach of the Katie Maid Creek Rams, coming up here at the back half of the show. If you hang on with us. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Ed McElroy, Jacob McNeil, Ryan Smiga, and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, friends. Okie dokie. Uh, let's get to some headlines from across the state, and I want to set the table here uh, and tell you that it's a roller coaster. this is going to be a wild ride. Okay, It's going to be up and down uh, for a lot of different reasons in, in the headline department. Um. And, and so we just need to all prepare ourselves and know that we're going to handle this with as much tact and, po- and as, as we possibly can. So just know that, okay? Because I've been, I've been dreading this all weekend. Yeah. I really have. No, I Especially have once Sam Houston won. Because if, I, I hate to say it, but like if Sam Houston had lost, and, and, and obviously there are different levels of bummer, to be very clear. Right. But like then it could be like, hey, here's a bunch of things that stink. Yep. You know what I mean? It's yeah, and but, it's, but it's really gonna hard have to, go to flip from, a switch like that. We're going to have to flip a switch. And so I want to just preface it and say I have not been excited about talking about this. No. But we have to. Uh, this came down on Thursday. Thursday, uh, just absolutely terrible news coming out of Austin. Uh, and that was that uh, Texas linebacker Jake Ellinger uh, had been found dead uh, at uh, his apartment, from what we understand. It was his apartment. Um he was uh, he was 20. Uh, Jake Ellinger, of course, is the uh, he's a walk on there at Texas under Coach Tom Herman. Um, he is he played at Austin Westlake like his brother uh, Sam Ellinger. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was he was found at uh, a, a, around noonish mm-hmm. on or got called the police got called around noonish on Thursday, mm-hmm. uh, and his words soon began to trickle out that Jake Ellinger uh, was found dead. Uh, they did not specify um, a a cause of death. No. But they said that it was not considered suspicious. Uh, I will not and refuse to go into what I think that means. No. So that is not, we will we just leave that there. That. Um, obviously, terrible, terrible news. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the Ellinger family has been hit uh, really hard. I believe Sam Ellinger's father... He had passed away. Passed away recently as well. Uh, it was a handful of years yeah. back, but um, still. Just really, really terrible news um, out of Austin. And, and for the Texas football program, there's going to be a memorial service, I believe, tomorrow um, for, for Jake Ellinger, uh, who was who was 20. Um, well, on the other... Uh, the, I, I, would, I would just say that when the police say that... They found him, and they did not say the cause of death, and they did not say that it was suspicious. Don't plan on ever hearing the cause of death. No. Just, it's just put it out of your mind, unfortunately. Um, very, very, te- just terrible, terrible news uh, to come out of there. And, and, of course, he was a star there at Westlake. He walked on there at the University of Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he hadn't played the past couple of years, but he was, uh, from, from everything that we hear and, and from the outpouring of, of, of love from, from teammates and, and coaches that you saw, uh, it was obvious that he had a huge impact on that program as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just and awful news. So sad, too, with Sam just getting drafted. In what should have been such a happy point in life for that entire family turning Most into a, a, just a tragic time. Our hearts go out for them. Absolutely. Um, just just awful news. Uh, Jake Ellinger uh, is, is dead at the age of 20, that coming down on Thursday. Okay. Here's Hard where we have cut. to flip the switch. Hard cut. Okay. 
putting up like a, a huge wall between what we just talked about and what we're going to talk about now because they are different. Very. Okay? Trying to handle this with as much shock as possible. Let's talk about something that doesn't matter, but uh, obviously is, is very interesting, and that is uh, that there was a football game this weekend. There's a football game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't watch it live. I had to go back and watch it uh, on DVR. Yeah, we were doing 7-on-7 seven seven stuff from our side. I was, I was in the car all day on, Thursday, on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, we got a national title game to get ready for. We sure do. Yeehaw. Uh, the Sam Houston State Bearcats are headed for the FCS National Championship game after their 38-35 win over James Madison. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, look, hey, 38-35, good win. Sure, it was, you know, sure, that it sounds like they You're had to You're headed hang- to the national championship game. Sounds like they had to game. hang on late, so, uh, <laughs> hey, nothing else to say about this. Um, I, th- there was a, 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 a massive, massive comeback in this game. James Madison went into halftime. James Madison scored a touchdown with 10 seconds left in the first half mm-hmm. um, to go up 24 to three. Okay, 24 to three. And it's looking like church at that point. I'll go even further. Okay, mm-hmm. three minutes left in the first in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there are 18 minutes left in this game. 18 minutes left in this game, and. James Madison kicks a 48-yard field goal. Okay, mm-hmm. 48! And you're thinking, oh boy, just not their day. To go up 27 to 10. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you know how, I'm, I'm on the box score here on ESPN.com, and you know how they got like the they got the win probability now for yeah. all of them? I'm going to tell you, do you know what James Madison's win probability was at as that kick is sailing through the upright? Shoot, 97? 96 Oh, I was almost spot on. Well done. Thank you. 96%. This game was over. <laughs> over. But back comes Sam Houston State, who scores a flurry yeah. there to finish out the third quarter. And there are three minutes left. Get this. Okay. I, I, I can't stress this enough. There were three minutes left in the third quarter, mm-hmm. and they were down 27 to 10. They went into the fourth quarter leading. Yep. They rattle off 21 points in three minutes. Talk they, about flipping a switch. They get a, <laughs> they get a long touchdown pass from Eric Schmidt, who had been awful before that. I got to yep. be honest. I, he just was not good. Uh, uh, from Eric Schmidt to J- uh, Jacquez Izzard, mm-hmm. he holds in a long touchdown pass to make it 27-17. They get a three and out. And they get a uh, and 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 uh, Jacquez uh, Ezard or Ezard rather returns the ensuing punt eighty yards for a touchdown. The sideline was and hyped. you're thinking here we stinking go. Hold on like, to your butts. Things are about to get uh, things are about to get going. Okay. So then they return the they return that and then James Madison. I got to be honest. And James Madison got a severe case of the lemon booty. Because mm-hmm. I think they started looking around. Low meat low. And they go, uh-oh. Well, it's uh, it's 27-24 all of a sudden. Uh, we probably better uh, probably better turn on the Jets. They fumble the ensuing kickoff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and what? Uh, three plays later, it's uh, Eric Schmidt running for a 20-yard touchdown. And Sam, as, as t- clock expires in the third quarter, and Sam Houston leads mm-hmm. 31-27. Uh, they trade scores there in the fourth quarter. 
um, and end up uh, pulling away for a 38-35 win. They had to. Um, uh, uh, James Madison did have a long field goal mm-hmm. uh, that would have tied the game, or a 51-yard field goal. Uh, that they they weren't able to convert, and Sam Houston is through to the national championship game next week. Uh, and I gotta say, like our big thing was they were not going to win this game if the special teams didn't make a complete 180. Talk about, I mean, they did they exactly the, when the you needed them plays. every single time. And I I just really cannot stress enough. Um, I mean, they looked they looked lost in the first half. Yeah, they really did. They looked lost. They took a three. That looked like a first game of the season. They took a 3 nothing lead, and, and you're thinking, 3 nothing into the first quarter or into the second quarter, and then James Madison just, just runs away and straddles up 24 straight, and you're like, well, it's just not going to happen then. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the offense has, uh, the offense had had trouble. You know, we, we talked about how it had kind of been stuck in neutral. Mm-hmm. Well, they flipped the script, and, 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 and something happened in that second half. And so Sam Houston is through to the national championship game. They will play South Dakota State. They already beat North Dakota State. They've got a whole snoot full of the Upper Plains. Dakotas. They will play South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, at Sunday in Frisco uh, for the FCS National Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, very exciting. We will have team coverage on TexasFootball.com. What time is that on Sunday? Do you I know? say one. One. I, I want to say one. It's on ABC. The, okay, I was thinking if the last one was on ABC. Yeah, I would it's one. This one is one o'clock well, on ABC. Um, Sunday for All a right. uh, for a chance to win a national championship. A darn national championship. Um, so there you go. Is we, Sean going to go to that? I believe so. He, we, nice. let, I let know me, Corey will be there. Me, let me rephrase. He has put in for credentials. credentials. All right. Yeah, we'll see. As you know, <laughs> in the past year and a half. We're still not the weeds in credential territory in, yet. In the past year and a half, uh, there's no such thing as like, oh, yeah, we'll get that one. So hopefully, uh, but w- no matter what, we'll have team coverage for you on Texas football. The common layer this week, we'll have a big preview of uh, Sam Houston against South Dakota State for the FCS National Championship. Finally, Pickle, let's talk a little bit about your weekend. Yeah. You and your you and your mini me mm-hmm. were out running around. Um doing Yes. Hooligan yes. stuff. Um and you guys were, were running around and and at the at seven on seven. It was the first weekend of yes. seven on seven state qualifiers, first time in two years. Because remember, there were no qualifiers last year. No, because uh, uh, there was no state tournament. <laughs> seven on seven got got banged because of uh, um, COVID, but we uh, had two um, state qualifiers uh, tournaments this week. Mm-hmm. You were at the Plano SQT. Yes, and uh, had a good time. Yes, we really did. And to preface this, this was mine and Mallory's first time at a seven on seven experience, and it was mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. But we had uh, yeah, we were at the Plano one. They had. 24 teams play so it was the bigger one mm-hmm. out of the two the Lorena one which I know the Clinton County one yeah, yeah I know Tony Blaylock who who's in the comments he was there at that one they had one qualifier out of that one we mm-hmm. had three at ours so uh yeah the the final games Hebron beat Little Elm 33 to 27 Wakeland advanced with a 34 to 25 win over Reedy and then Colleyville Heritage advanced with a dominant 21 to 7 Mm-hmm. win over Plano East. So really good time out there. Cool to get our uh, kind of our feet wet in the seven on seven realms. But I'll tell you what, man, they I had talked to Step about it and obviously they have now switched from having the half times to only having the thirty minute games. Ooh, they fly by. Oh, interesting. Yeah, very it was interesting. Okay. And it was cool to talk to I know we've got 
five different interviews up, four of them with coaches, one of them with Braden Locke, the quarterback from Rockwall. And I talked to, we talked to Braden and asked him, you know, what is the difference there? And he was like, man, every single possession matters. He was like, and that sounds weird, but it's like you had the halftime to kind of figure out, you know, and take it. And he's like, the, the 30 minutes just feels like it goes by so much quicker. He was like, you get the ball realistically maybe four or five times. And he was like, yeah. you basically have to go down and score on each possession mm-hmm. or you're at a major disadvantage, which makes it that much more fun. Interesting. Yeah. And and then in the uh, in the Division Two qualifier there in um, in McLennan County, mm-hmm. uh, Lorena beat China Spring in the final in overtime. So they we have our first four qualifiers mm-hmm. for the state tournament in College Station. Uh, we'll have you covered. TexasFootball.com, by the way, has the official website of the State 7-7. So if you yes. want to go and see all the qualifiers, you want to see when, where, information on the state on 7-on-7, on, on seven on seven, who's going to be in the... So last week, this past week was, as Step put it to me, the appetizer. It's the chips and salsa mm. to the 7-on-7. Seven seven. I like it. Um, this is this is the, the Poncho's Mexican buffet. Ooh, the week. white flag. Keep uh, raising gotta it. Got to raise the flag. <laughs> Uh, because we're gonna we're we're right into seven on seven season this weekend because mm-hmm. there's a lot of qualifiers this weekend and it is it is full on go time full fledged uh, and into, uh, from here on until we get to College Station we have the uh, step kindly put the seven on seven website yes. in our uh, comments here so that's pinned make sure to check that out and then please go to our YouTube page and check out those interviews from this weekend cool to get well, back and, out there and, and one thing and we'll, we're gonna call it Coach Jay Jensen of, of Kitty May Creek here in just a moment um, but one one thing that I think you probably you probably discovered mm-hmm. that's a really good time to talk with coaches Ooh, because they are thinking about football, mm-hmm. but they can't coach, right. and so they're not busy. <laughs> But they want to talk about football, mm-hmm. and so that's that's a place I always love going out to state qualifying tournaments, and then especially out there at state, uh, because you get to pick the brains of these coaches, and really, you know, they're they're engaged in a football way, mm-hmm. um, and so you um, you get some great insights and stuff, and, mm-hmm. and, and good conversations. And let me tell you too, when it's been a obviously I've never yeah. been to some, but when it's been a full year, and this was the most Mallory and I talked about that afterwards. This was the most normal. It's like our world of football has felt in a mm-hmm. long time because it's like it it just went off like it was Mm -hmm. kind of almost like you didn't have to sit there and think about COVID all that much so those coaches were so excited to be out there and to talk to us it was any interview we asked for they're like yeah sure we'll talk about football you know it's like a little kid in a candy shop (laughs) it's it's very very cool and so um we uh you can check out those videos up on on our youtube page on texasfootball.com we'll probably play a couple throughout the week as well so there are some headlines from across the state we are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. I want to invite you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. That's our subscription package. If you want the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed to you before it hits newsstands, you can have that happen for you. And put the, get that in your life if you go to texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Makes a great gift as well. Yesterday was Mother's Day, and if you screwed up and didn't get your mom anything, you can get like an instant subscription. <laughs> texasfootball.com slash subscribe and say, Mom, I forgot. You can blame me. You can say that I forgot to deliver it, okay? Mm-hmm. Be like, there's this jerk on the internet. Uh, he, he didn't get to you in time, but here it is now. Here's your subscription the to worst. Dave Campbell's <laughs> Texas Football. You can blame me, but you got to subscribe today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle, let's go to the hotline, and let's bring in the new head coach 
of the Katy Made Creek Rams. We are joined by Coach Jay Jensen. Coach, how are you? Doing great. How are y'all doing this morning? Doing excellent. How are things in beautiful Katy, Texas? Oh, they are wonderful. They are wonderful. We're just running and gunning, got done with a great athletic period. Uh, kids are excited. They're working hard, and we're ready to ready to rumble going into summer here. You mentioned the kids being excited. Uh, I imagine this has to be pretty exciting for you. Taking over there at Maid Creek, you are an alum uh, there at Maid Creek. Uh, what what is it? What does it mean for you to uh, to to be coming home? Uh, it means everything. I have a lot of pride in this school. I have a lot of pride in the community. Still have a lot of people that live in the community and, and trying to get out and meet all the, the new people that have moved into the community. So for me, it's huge. I mean, it's a, a sense of wanting to do great things here, wanting to be here, and just, just wanting these kids to have the best of everything. Uh, you, you're moving over from, from Katie Taylor, where obviously things have been very successful there, uh, taking over there at, at, at Maid Creek. Um, when you when you spoke to your team there at Maid Creek for the first time and addressed them as, as head coach for the first time, what was your message to them? I just talked about that we're going to do things right on the field. We're going to do things right off the field. We're going to be leaders in the classroom. We're going to be leaders on the field. We're going to be leaders in the community. And just let them know that, you know, these young kids in this community are looking up to you. And we really want to build this program. We want to build it from the ground up, from the seventh grade level. So just we want these kids to be ambassadors for our football program and just let them know that we're going to give you all the tools necessary to be successful here at May Creek and make the playoffs. And we're going to play in big games and we're going to play at big venues and you're going to have the opportunity to be recruited right here at May Creek High School. But then also just let them know the expectation that it's going to be hard work. We're going to we're going to bust our tail every day. We've got a great plan. We run a great year-round program, and just basically excited to get with them, but just to let them know that it's going to be hard work. All you have to do is show up, have a great attitude, and be ready to work, and we'll do all the rest of it. Uh, this is your first uh, head coaching job uh, there at, at Maid Creek. Uh, you, you were uh, an assistant there at, at Taylor for the last seven years under guys like Chad Simmons and, and Trey Herman. What what did you take from those guys, uh, you know, learning from, from those head coaches that you're going to take with you uh, over to Maid Creek? I think just, you know, just the organization of a program, getting to be around uh, Chad the last several years was he was a first-time head coach as well. So just kind of coming in and learning a lot of that stuff from him, but just how to treat people, how to, uh, you know, how to hold kids accountable and coaches accountable and to treat people right. And then, just learned a lot from Coach Herman as well, uh, coming in with him. He and I were, were teammates in high school, so just kind of coming in, learning learning how to build excitement in a program and learning how to how to kind of take it from, you know, where where you're wanting the people to get in to where people are wanting to come in. So just taking those lessons from them. Organization is huge, uh, being organized for my coaches and allowing them to know exactly what's going to go on, you know, on a yearly basis and just, just running the program the right way. I learned that from those two guys. I was lucky to – to get to be a part of their staff, uh, both of those guys, and, and learn under them. Uh, we're talking with Jay Jensen, the new head coach of the Katie Maid Creek Rams here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation in hashtag TF Today. Coach, you're taking over a program that uh, was kind of on the on the cusp of a playoff berth last year. Uh, 2019, they were in the playoffs. Uh, uh, let's just say it's been an up and down past couple of years uh, for, for Maid Creek. Uh, what What is your vision as far as kickstarting this program and getting them to be a, a consistent playoff team there and what's a very difficult place to to make the playoffs you know uh, people say that 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 go you know oh too many teams make the playoffs and you know and when 14th get in uh try and tell them that to anybody in 19 6a what's your what's your your vision as far as getting this team to be a, a consistent playoff contender i think a lot of it is is doing the little things uh correctly we have great two great coordinators offensive coordinator brian derringer is coming over from taylor with us and he really stresses taking care of the football mm -hmm. and holding on to that and you kind of look the last couple of years at taylor and we were very efficient 
in the turnover ratio. We didn't turn the ball over much. And defensively, Coach Bobino, Rashad Bobino is our defensive coordinator, and we're big on taking the ball away. So we'll have, you know, turnover times where we're taking care of the ball on offense and we're going to try to get the ball on defense. So really stressing the fundamentals of taking care of the football, you know, running, blocking, tackling, taking care of the little things. I mean, this district two years ago was the only district in the state that had four teams that had nine wins. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we know we're in a battle every week. So it's just being consistent, we feel, and taking care of the football. We want to win the turnover margin. Last year, May Creek was right on the cusp. I think they had the leading offense in the district. We're like number two or three in defense in the district, but we're at the bottom of the turnover margin. And so for us, that's huge. Since we've been coming in, we've been stressing taking care of the football, bringing the ball back to the official after every play, ending every drive with a, with a kick, whether it be a punt, an extra point, or a field goal, and defensively making teams play another play, getting the ball back, and just taking care of the little things, learning how to be great teammates, learning how to work in the, in the weight room, learning how to pick each other up, and just learning how to compete amongst each other on a daily basis. I think if we do that and take care of our business, we should be right in the hunt for one of those four playoff spots. Uh, you are a defensive guy. You're the defensive coordinator there at, at, at Taylor before coming, you know, before coming over here to Maid Creek. It seems to me from the outset that you are inheriting a squad that has some dudes on defense. Uh, guys like Everett Haven Jr. Uh, at, at the linebacker spot, guys like Greg Meeks uh, kind of in that rush-in position. Um, during the spring and getting to know these guys and seeing them work, what, what have you seen from the defensive side that has you excited? Uh, I'm excited just our speed, mm. our overall speed, just watching, you know, watching it on the hoof, and then we come in and watch film, and you can tell that these guys are moving fast. We're getting to the football. Uh, these guys are excited, kind of learning some new, a little bit of new scheme, and then the continuity coming back. Coach Bobino is going to run the defense. He's the defensive coordinator. So just kind of adapting my style to his style and getting to know what we're doing. And just those guys just rallying to the ball. Like you said, we got a lot of a lot of good players back. Have a lot of kids that, that weren't on the field last year that are moving up that I have that I feel can really be big time difference makers. We have a corner, Tayshawn Wilson, that is gonna be one of the top defensive backs in, in all of the state of Texas. He's a he's a twenty one FAT hundred or two hundred kid. He anchored both of our relays that that ran at the area meet and uh and the four by one ran at regionals, but we have kids that can get to the football. They're gonna be physical. We're going to get to the ball, and we're going to we're going to be looking for turnovers. We're going to knock it out. We're going to punch it out. We're going to claw it out. We're going to play heel line. We're going to be disciplined on defense. We're going to fly around. So just those guys, just the guys they have coming back, plus the young kids coming up right now, they're excited. And we're out there competing on a daily basis, and just getting to watch those guys fly around is, is what's exciting me the most about the defense. A lot of time between now and then, but uh, I look at, at, at October 15th, uh, you guys uh, with, with uh, will travel to Road Stadium to take on Katie Taylor. Um, have you given any thought, I know it's one foot in front of the other, but have you given any thought to, to what that game's going to be like, not only because you're, you're playing against the, your old school and, and you're going to know a lot of guys over there, but also, you know, the way that I look in 19-6A, that could be a real critical game as far as who's in and out in the playoffs. Have you given any thought to what that game is going to be like whenever you take on your old squad? No, that, I just I, I got I, I don't know if it's a chuckle is a word for it, but when they released the schedule and uh, they picked us for homecoming, so I mean if that <laughs> if that doesn't add any, add any more fuel to the fire, I don't know what will. But but like you said, every game I mean every game in this district is tough. So our eyes are really on that first district ball game against Cinco Ranch. Is we got to come out and set the tone. But really, we're just we're looking every day. We're just fighting to get better at the stuff we got to get better at every day. My philosophy has always kind of been everywhere I've been. If we do what we're supposed to and we don't make mistakes. It doesn't matter who we're, who we're going against. Nobody's going to be able to beat us. So really, we're really going to focus on us. But from a coaching standpoint, I'm sure it'll be a little extra juice that night. Uh, 
you know, to answer that question perfectly honestly, it'll be extra juice from me. You know, it was hard. I shed a lot of tears over there when I told those kids I was coming over here. And, uh, you know, I do have a lot of relationships with those guys and those coaches. But really, our our eyes are on that first district ball game against Cinco Ranch. It's going to be a huge one for us coming out and setting the tone for district and trying to get a win. But we'll be ready for that Taylor game. I mean, it's it's going to be every every week and every week in this district you got to be ready to go but there'll be a little bit more fuel on the fire for that for that night for sure uh finally coach talking with jay jensen the head coach katie made creek here on texas football today i've got uh pulled up the 1997 edition of dave campbell's texas football here for the katie made creek rams i'm seeing center first of all fullback trey herman that's notable uh but also yeah. <laughs> uh center jay jensen misspelled my bad I wasn't here at that time, but but I just want to apologize for for no, I, I always day. laugh, Coach Sheffy. If I was a better player, he'd spell my name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I've got to ask you. I'm looking at this right now. So this is 1997, and your name's listed here as Jay Jensen. I have yes. never seen you called anything else. It's it. Oh, Tell me about your name because I've, I've ever since you were a coordinator there at at, at Taylor, I've known you. You've been had, had, a, had a, done a great job there, so you've been notable on my mind. But I've never like tell me about your name. That's what it is. It's just a letter J. Uh, my my dad was named J. His grand or my grandparents actually, my grandpa and my uncle are both named Jim. They knew they wanted to name my dad something with a J, but they just couldn't figure it out. <laughs> and so they actually just left him with that initial till you know, till he was able to decide his own name, but our middle name's Mark. So one pretty much started calling my dad, Mark. And then, so he never changed his name. And then he named me the same thing. And I always went by Jay my whole life. And then I named my first son the same thing as well. And he was our, he was actually our quarterback the last two years over at Taylor, my oldest son. Yeah. And so everybody just started calling me coach and just called him Jay. So around the house, we always called him little Jay and I was big Jay. (laughs) We just kind of, you know, just kind of, just kind of stuck with it. But, but, uh, yeah, it was just kind of unique. You know, it was always I was always the first one to be able to spell my name in kindergarten. I think that you know, kind of created some jealousy from people throughout the years, you know, and that I was already doing it in sign language in kindergarten, and they were still trying to figure out how to put one letter next to the next, you know. And, but, it, you know, it's been unique. It's been a, been a kind of a conversation starter several times, and this unique in the way that it's the way that it's done, you know, initial only. And I've had to write, like my mom used to write, like, J and then initial only. So one time I got a letter for J initial only. <laughs> and then one time she abbreviated it and put IO. So I got a letter for Jio Jensen. <laughs> so, you know, I just, I just, you know, just, just think it's unique, but it, but it obviously it's who I am and kind of, you know, just what, what I've been, but I always say you can call me anything. Just don't call me late to dinner. So that is, that's, 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 that's way better than, than I was, I was even that's hoping so for. Great. That's a, that's great. It's efficiency. <laughs> you're, you're, what you're saying yeah. is that your parents are just really efficient. They were, they were. I could, I could write my name out probably in like 0. 0.4 seconds, depending on if you're handheld or handheld or SAT. Did anyone ever think that you had a fake ID? Like I know. <laughs> no, besides from when I had a fake ID. No. <laughs> He's no, just kidding. I, no, they just, they were just. I mean, I've, I've got a lot of questions about it, and <laughs> like sometimes on websites, it makes you put in like it doesn't let you just put a dot, so it makes you put in like a second letter. So I just have to put like JM for my middle initial, and then. People are like, well, you look like a lawyer, man. James, you sound like a lawyer or something like that. So, yeah, so it's, it's you know, it, it creates some problems at times. Not problems, but this is like on websites where they make you put in two initials or something like that. But but other than that, Remarkable. it's, you know, it's, un- it's unique and, and I like it. That's awesome. Well, we like it, too. He's Jay Jensen Esquire. He's the new head coach <laughs> of the Katie Maid Creek Rams. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again on the new gig. Can't wait to see what you do with your Rams. 
Hey, thank you again. We're, we're really excited. Look forward to attacking this this football season. And like I said, I got a great staff. Can't thank these coordinators enough for the job they do. And the guys that are that are here have been doing a phenomenal job. And we are excited. The Maytree community is ready to go. And we are excited to hit the field uh, for the 2021-2022 football season. We're excited too, Coach. Thanks a lot. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. I there, appreciate you guys. Best wishes. There he goes. Jay Jensen, the head coach of the Katie Maid Creek Rams, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Uh, the name story was even better than I was even hoping. It, it was so great. That's a, I mean, that's from great. okay, a person that has the last name Pickle, I can totally respect. Like, I totally have respect for people that are like, you're darn right that's my name, yes. and I'm proud of it. Well, like, and, <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, like it, it just struck me, and I told you this. When, when I told you, hey, I got Coach Jensen for the show today, I booked him, I texted him, and got him to, to be on the show. And I told you, I was like, hey, we're going to have Jay Jensen on. Mm-hmm. And I just I followed up with, like, that's his name. Because I would have Jay asked. Jensen, because I've never, and, and that's the thing, I've looked. Mm-hmm. I've looked, I've been like, is his name like John, but he goes by Jay, or is his name like Jehoshaphat, but he goes by Jay or something like yeah. that. But no, it's just super efficient. I love it. That is awesome. I love it. <laughs> so cool. Jay Jensen, uh, the head coach of Katie May Creek, and, uh, you know, an alum coming home, uh, playing for his playing for his alma mater, um, should be should be fun to see what he does with 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 Maid Creek. I, I think they're on the rise. I think they've got a great shot at grabbing one of those four playoff spots. But it's you know it's tough going because mm-hmm. I mean look I'm I don't think I'm going that's out a gauntlet a, of a district. I don't think I'm going out on a limb. I think Katie's probably going to make the playoffs. What? Sound the alarms. Hot take hey, Monday. Hot take Monday. <laughs> I think Katie's going to make it. But then you've got Tompkins. I mean, they're going to be interesting. Obviously, a great year last year, but they're losing Jalen Milrow. You don't know what they're going to look like. Right. You know, uh, Taylor, of course, is very good, but the they mountain. lose. They lose a fair <laughs> amount. Yeah, they lose a decent amount as well, and losing their defense coordinator. I should say. Yeah. I think Morton Ranch is on the rise. I think Seven Lakes is on the rise. I think Cinco has had last year. I think was a disappointment, but I think that they're they're not going to stay down for long. I mean, this is it's a gauntlet there, and so it's it. I think that it was a really savvy hire by Maid Creek to bring in a guy who's not only an alum, but knows but the also, lay of the land. Exactly right. He knows he can that spark district. some fire. That, you know that bringing in a great coach from West Texas to come in, it's going to take him an adjustment period to understand mm-hmm. what wins in that district. For Coach Jensen, he knows what he wins. He lives in that and district. breathes it. So I'm excited to see what Maid Creek does. We appreciate Coach Jensen and his time today. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. So, obviously, we're, we're just going to stick on the name track here. Sure. And it's funny because I noticed that, like, once we get into this portion of magazine season and we're, like, looking at stuff, we're obviously seeing a bunch of names and we catch a lot of really cool names. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them, Landon Sams put this in the comments, but he said that there is a kid in Louisiana. His name is De Coldest. The coldest Crawford. I, How cool is that? <laughs> I I love it more than you can even imagine. Yes, that's great. There's it's there's a lot of we're we're going through the magazine right now, um and and I've been kind of noticing, um you know good you know good names, mm-hmm. um the the North Garland quarterback you mentioned. Yes, his first name is God's Power. God's Power, which is excellent. Just the fact I that can't pronounce. I'm, I'm sorry. I dude, the last I won't name even is. Try. Mm-hmm. I, that's, I, I, uh, God's power, N W A W U I H E. There's a, a same district. I don't know if you noticed this, but same district. Wiley linebacker Christian Resurrection. Yes. 
um, is pretty good. I think it's probably like Resurrection. and Resurrection. Yeah. Because there's, it's two C's. The Holy District. Uh, it really is. <laughs> Baby um, Jesus District. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah. And then I also saw this guy to check it. Uh-huh. But there's an offensive lineman at Saginaw whose name is Gerardo De La O. De La, like so like so like yeah. De La, you know you've seen De La Cruz De La is, Cruz a, is a big or De La one. Hoya and stuff yeah. like that. De La Cruz. This is De La O. Just, and I I looked oh, I was like yeah. oh was it you know did, did they did they left it out because one thing I always worry about yeah is like coaches coaches may make a mistake when they're putting it in the questionnaire we may make a mistake whenever mm-hmm. we transfer it from there to the capsule but so I just googled it and sure enough Gerardo De La O which is uh, which is excellent anyway if you have other great high school football names. Uh, let us know. Yeah, it's always that's always really cool, and I I really specifically appreciate the ones like like God's Power who has like that's not their last. It's it's one thing to have a cool last name because you don't really get to choose that, but the kids that have like a re- especially with him with having such a hard to pronounce first, last yeah. name, you got to have a cool first name that yeah. people are gonna remember because they're not gonna try to say your last name. Can you like can you imagine if like North Garland like rattles off like. They make it to the state semifinal. Everybody's talking about God's, God's power. God's power, yeah. They're great. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Katie Made Creek Coach Jay Jensen for being our guest. Katie Made Creek Coach Jay Jensen. It's a little for bit being of a our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for the 1,163rd episode spectacular on Texas Football Today.